Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, 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 welcome, 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 and it's a nice Thursday evening here in Northern California as I'm moving some stuff around here. Okay, pushing buttons. At least I got my buttons pushed right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour or so, and we've got a great show lined up for you tonight. Um, I am also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team at www.californiahaunts.org, and our site is undergoing a lot of updates, so you're going to be seeing a new site coming up here in the next couple months. We have a huge site, so you can still go over there and check things out, though, and see what we do and how we do it. Anyway, we uh, have investigators located up and down the state of California, Oregon, Washington, and Nevada, and Hawaii. But anyway, welcome tonight. Uh, if anybody, you know, has wondered, you know, a lot of astrology out there a lot of astrology readings number readings make sure my head's on straight there we go and um the gentleman that we're going to have on tonight has come up with a technique where he not only reads your numbers but he coincides your numbers with colors to see what the colors mean you know how like the color like like when you look at chakras and stuff you're looking at the color of the rainbow how certain colors mean certain things well he's taken that and he's applied that to the numbers of of the letters in your first and last name to see how that coincides with with how you are as a person and how your life is. So it's interesting. He did a reading on me a couple of weeks ago, and it was pretty darn accurate. I was shocked. You know, I wasn't sure if you know how it was going to work or whatnot, but it was, I was shocked. The other thing I want to say is I just saw this video today. I don't usually do this, but I'm going to share of a gentleman who had an alligator on his property in, in his front yard and. Uh, I saw it on Twitter, and uh, he uh, was only, I think it was like a maybe five foot, maybe smaller, six foot, smaller, whatever, alligator. But, I mean, it was enough alligator to bite somebody in the neighborhood. <laughs> and the way he got out of his yard, and, you know, and I know a lot of the people that, that are that love animals were kind of upset by the video. But in my my opinion, if, if there's a lot of kids in the neighborhood, then you've got to get that thing out of your yard somehow. <laughs> And so he got creative and he got, you know, for those, for everybody that has those, those recycled bins, you know, for your trash, you know, the, 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 the green waste one is always the biggest one. So that's what he used. He used his green waste bin and he, he kind of chased the alligator backwards until he was able to get the alligator to grow in, to go into the bin. And that's how he captured it. He tilted the bin up. So yeah, that was kind of, that was really impressive for me. And that's, you know, that's why I'm glad I live in California. I really am glad I live in California because I don't have to deal with alligators and stuff like that. Even though there's rattlesnakes here and whatnot, I don't have to deal with that. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, this is going to be a phone call interview. So I'm going to be calling um, our guest. Uh, what he has suggested, and this is kind of fun, is that if you are willing to give your first and last name in the chat room, he will do a reading for you on the air. So if you're willing to do that, then we can do that. Okay. So, and I know there's one person who's already in line to do that, but anyway, he does have a cold. So I'll warn you ahead of time. His throat's kind of scratchy. 
but his name is BP Greycastle, and he's going to be with us in about three minutes here. And you know what? I wish that I had dialing music for my cell phone, but I don't. So uh, bear with me while I get him on the phone and I get the levels adjusted so we can do this tonight. So here we go. Hello. Hello, VP. Yes. How are you, sir? Okay, how are you? I'm good. Your throat sounds a little better than what I heard earlier. Yeah, yeah, I've had a little bit of a tough time with my voice the last couple of days, but I'll try my best. I feel bad because you have a cold and we're doing this. Okay. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Okay, great. Let me make some sound some some sound adjustments here. Okay, can you tell me about yourself, sir? Well, um, I started to uh, get involved in... Uh, fashion and color studies uh, quite a long time ago when I come back from Vietnam, I went to college. And uh, uh, there was this one gal that came in and told me about a metaphysical book on colors. And that, that got me more interested. I was taking the fashion uh, design courses at college. And I just continued to read more philosophies on colors. And then I started to develop my own uh, uh, discoveries uh, that I start noticing uh, with people's names and colors. And so this is my third book on uh, people's names and colors. We believe we've broken the human uh, personality code, the human career code, the human romance code, how colors affect people, and uh, a whole lot more than that. Are these colors similar to the colors used, like, you know, when a psychic looks at, like, different rainbow colors? Is that how you did it, or how did well, you get colors I, to base? I can't explain that is um, the different colors have the character attribute, a spiritual color attribute that I say that's attuned to God's character attributes. If you happen to... Uh, look good in a certain color. Like there are certain colors we put on and we'll feel real good in them, and then they'll look good on us. And the reason is, is if you've cultivated that particular character attribute to that color, that'll be one of your favorite colors. Color that looks good on and around you and feels very good because you've cultivated that character attribute, and you're uh, you're you're in harmony with that color at that particular time. Okay. And as far as when, when psychics say they can see colors coming off of people, I believe that's just uh, the colors that they're normally character traits that they're, they're in and they're portraying. And, but uh, mine's a, a lot more scientific, uh, the way it works. The way my philosophy works is okay. I'm working with facts and figures. <clears throat> okay. Scientists have proven without a, without a doubt that all sounds give off a color wavelength vibration. Sir Isaac Newton aligned the colors of the diatonic scale, the musical scale. All your most famous musicians like Beethoven, Wagner, Wagner Scriven actually made an organ and in the dark he plays certain notes to light up certain color tubes. Um, <clears throat> Beethoven and, and uh, Wagner said they could see colors coming off the notes they played. Anyway, the other part is 
out, we have crystals in our inner ear. Mm -hmm. Just about all ear doctors know that. When, when someone has um, <clears throat> lost their balance and stuff like that, what it is is the crystals in your ear kind of reverse to, to the other side and they make them lay on a certain side of their body to make those crystals reverse back in this place they're supposed to be. So, okay. When is the only time you see a rainbow? Is it when it rains out a little bit and you got that watery mist in there? Right. Or do you take or do you take your garden hose and you spray it? Okay. It's because of the water and the crystals in the air. So we have the ability when we call somebody's name to send and also receive color wavelength vibrations. Now the way it works is when you call somebody's name, my theory is it goes into your inner uh, cochlea gland in your ear, which has three tuning bands that sends that the color wavelength vibration into your thalamus gland in your brain, your grand central station gland in your brain. Then it sorts it out and it sends it to these seven centers I'll talk about here in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, now these... Uh, these color wavelength vibrations are very subliminal. You can't really see them, but they are—they are occurring. Okay. So depending on the letters, tells me what uh, one of your seven centers are tuned to different colors. Once I know a person's name, I know all their character traits, both positive and negative, of all their seven centers. Now, the seven centers I'm talking about—the Eastern Hindu religion or philosophy, call them the chakra centers. Now, if you look on a chart of your seven major endocrine glands, they're in the same exact place. Now, I have three charts in my book. The third one is my chart, which I list as spiritual, mental, vocal, physical, control, emotional, and sexual. And you'll also see that the seven chakra centers and seven endocrine glands are in the same exact place. And it's rather amazing that the Hindu philosophy knew we even had these seven centers. They didn't have the modern uh, machines and, and uh, medical equipment to determine where these seven endocrine glands are. But they, they talk, talk to them more on a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. Where, where, you know, with your endocrine glands, it's, it's, it's more of a medical. And now, uh, the other big theory in my book is, okay, uh, you uh, will always see people, some people that operate maybe off their emotional center. They make all their decisions emotionally. There's other people that use, uh, operate off their common sense intellectual center. And they make most of their decisions more in a practical, common sense way. There's other people that are more creative and inventful. Some people are more physical, like athletes, weightlifters, people like to run. So depending on which one of these seven centers you operate off of, my theory is you're releasing hormones to that particular endocrine gland center and you're becoming addicted to your own hormones. And that's why it's so hard for people to change their habits. And uh, and then I go on to say, you know, uh, this is very important for somebody who has an addiction, like they smoke too much or mm -hmm. they alcoholic or they eat too much or whatever their addiction is. Um, 
the problem is they're making they're operating off their emotional center most of the time and not their control center it's very important to to uh to operate and start to cultivate your control centers mm -hmm. which, which is right down there at your adrenals or uh, what i call the control center your power center because that's what you need to do you need to control this bad habit so uh, you have to start to repetitiously start to cultivate your control center. And I believe you're going to start releasing hormones in that center, and you're going to get addicted to that particular hormone secretion. And then you'll be able to overpower or control those bad habits. Now, <clears throat> the other major part of my theory in my book is I show that 95% or higher of your most famous people in practically every major career field singers, lawyers, architects, physicists, uh, uh, you name it. Just, uh, there's so many different career fields I list mm -hmm. are because of these people, people's color-coded names. I was even looking at your name a little bit today. Wow. Yeah, it was a little bit surprising to me. Uh, but it seems like with your experience and the jobs you've had, uh, uh, it looks like you've been operating a lot off of your emotional center a lot of times, but also your intellectual, too. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about it. Uh, sure. A lot of your jobs you've had is like editor, photographer, yes. uh, video production. Yes. Those are all, if you look in my book, all uh, uh, things that turn to the purple spectrum. And you're a purple emotional person, unless you have a nickname that I don't know about. Now, are you called your um, your middle name a lot, Sanchez? Uh, no. No? So it's pretty much Charlotte Coza, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you don't have any purple letters in your name, which are P-I-P's and W's. So that makes it your emotional center color. <laughs> and uh, it's also the color of being very intuitive and psychic and stuff like that. Now, in my book, I show with the purple spiritual people. If you look at the Nobel Peace Prize in physics, from, its, from, the, from when it started in 1902 to present, you're gonna see that 95% of those that won it are what I call purple spiritual people. People whose first or last names start with B-I-P or W's. Einstein, Isaac Newton, uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and so uh, purple people dominate a lot of fields. 90% of your most famous and successful writers are purple spiritual people. Uh, they're, they're, they dominate two or three other fields. But um, now red people dominate the, 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 um, the field of uh, medicine, truth talk show hosts. Just look at all the truth talk show hosts. Uh, uh -huh. that, uh, uh, have, um, let me turn here and give you a little list. Uh, John Carson, Jay, Jay Leno, Jimmy Fallon, uh, the list goes on and on. I show that probably 90%, 95% of your most famous true talk shows are red spiritual people because some of the character attributes in the red spectrum is to be truthful, try and find out the truth, and, uh, and they make great talk show hosts. They make great jazz musicians, doctors.
doctors, health gurus, all your most, most of your most famous health gurus are red spiritual people. They're very physically oriented, oriented and they're very concerned about their physical health. Uh, so believe me, uh, people's names are the number one factor in determining what their career should be, who their romantic soulmate should be, uh, what colors to decorate their, their homes to stimulate those seven centers, uh, what colors to wear to stimulate their loved one uh, romantically or sexually. Uh, also, the, 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 the very important thing about this philosophy is using it with children. Uh, mothers that are going to have babies, what they're going to name them, or, or children that are already born. When you know a person's character attributes, both positive and negative, you can help guide them into the positive traits for their career, their personality, getting along with other people, and, and uh, um, get them away from the negative and get them off the path of the negative. And believe it or not, <clears throat> most of your most, this is where it gets a little scary. <clears throat> Most of your most famous serial killers are, have a certain green letter in certain places. Uh, we're talking about Joseph Stanlin, Hitler, Idi Amin. Uh, I have a whole list of them in, in, in my uh, book. Uh, so it just shows you how important a person's name is. Einstein and Sir Isaac Newton would have never been great physicists if they would have had different names. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's um, it's just very amazing how accurate this philosophy it is. I, there's no way I could have made this up because these list of these people that I put in my book and there's hundreds of names. I couldn't have made it up because these people have been the most famous people in all these different career fields for hundreds of years, long before I came along. So it, it's all based on facts and figure and science. And uh, but is there anything that you want to ask me that, that interests you and in how people's names and colors work? Well, yeah. Um, how did you? I mean, I mean, obviously you did a lot of research to come to these conclusions. How did you go about doing that? Can you like tell me that? Well. Well, like I say, I was studying different theories, one by Roland T. Hunt and then Fiber Baron. These are all color experts. And uh, Roland T. Hunt, he, he, uh, he uh, wrote a book, uh, Seventh Key to Color. Uh, and he talked about uh, colors being attuned to people's names. Uh, he didn't do it to the seven centers like I've done, and he didn't do it to the point of where I show where all these color-coded people are dominate these career fields. But he got me started in, in uh, looking at people's names and the different colored letters they have in their name. And then I started to see certain patterns occur over and over and over. And I start seeing like, like for example, the most famous writers were purple spiritual people, people whose first or last names start with B, I, P, or Ws, William Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I probably got about two or three hundred writers listed in the, in, the, in the book, and uh, which shows that, without a doubt, they are the most famous writers and physicists. Uh, so you 
see how many, you know, I really find it difficult when people look at all the lists in my, my book that mm-hmm. they can say, well, this is maybe coincidence. No, mm-hmm. 90, 95%, mm-mm. So we, we stand by what we're saying. This is so interesting to me that that that, that, that you're able to do this, because I remember yeah. you're you know I've I've had my my regular number you know, my my name done via, you know via numbers before, but it's been nothing like this. This is this is fascinating. Yeah, this is. A, I don't mean to say anything negative about other ologies or isms. Right. You could put you can put them all together if you want, and I'd be more than willing to put my philosophy up against all of them put together as far as facts and figures go. We honestly believe we've broken the human personality code. Now, where, human career code. Go ahead. Where are your books available? I have a question in the chat room. Well, you can, um, we just did another talk show. We totally sold out of our uh, paperback. You can go on Amazon and get the ebook. Now, you can also go to my website, which is... Uh, or, or even easier yet, on a cell phone. You have to do it on a cell phone. Just dial pound 250. You got to hit the pound symbol and then 250. It'll ask you for the keywords. You say beautiful colors. Then it'll say, can we send you a text? And you, and you say, yeah. And then it'll send you a, a, a text link to uh, getting my book, my ebook on uh, Amazon or my paperback through my website. Now, you can also, um, now, as far as my paperback goes, it's going to be a while because we're having, we're having to have new books printed out. We completely got wiped out. We, we sold so many books on the last show. So I'm having to have new ones printed up. <laughs> so there'll be a little waiting time on the, uh, on the paperbacks. But that's the easiest way to uh, get one of my, uh, either ebook or the paperback. So you say you've got three books. What's the difference between the three books then? Uh, just new uh, new discoveries, uh, more names. Uh, um, uh, maybe from my first book, I came up with the endocrine plan theory, where uh, I say that if my if my uh, philosophy is picked up by mainstream medical society, it'll create two new medical fields: endocrinology, psychology, mm-hmm. and endocrinology, psychiatry. Um, and, uh, you know, what I was talking about earlier, if somebody has a bad addiction, they go in and talk to psychologists, and if the psychologist learns my system, he says, okay, you'll probably operate off this center, let's try getting the habit of operating off this, and then maybe you start uh, um, getting different hormones released, which you'll be able to control. Let me tell you one little thing that uh, I don't want to forget. Sure. I'm sure we've all heard uh, the news about uh, Gabby Petito. Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Believe it or not, I don't have any doubt in my mind. The number one reason why she has lost her life, one of the biggest factors is her name. She, uh, she is very well recorded. We heard it all on the news that she had OCD, obsessive cleanliness disease, or what do they also call it, obsessive uh, uh, compulsive behaviors. Yes. In my book, I show that people that have are either flesh spectrum spiritual people, people whose first or last name starts with A, H, O, or B, those are the flesh letters, mm-hmm. or they have a lot of their seven centers attuned to the flesh spectrum, are very susceptible 
uh, you got to excuse me, this voice is still fighting <laughs> me, to, um, to coming down with uh, OCD. Uh, because flesh people want things real neat, clean, and organized. They want harmony in their life. They actually make the best, I show in my book, the best uh, musical composers. Uh, because they have the ability to organize feelings and thoughts and music together to bring it out as harmony. And uh, I show that probably 90% of your most famous uh, uh, musical arrangers are, are flesh spectrum spiritual people. But she happened to be, getting back to Gabby, she happened to be a double flesh mental person. And maybe even a little more important, she was a double control center person, her adrenal area there. And she had one other center attuned to flesh. So she had three centers attuned to flesh spectrum. Plus she was a double mental and a double control. So her personality was getting a lot of... Uh, message to be neat, clean, and organized, and it become obsessive. And I don't know how many people have listened to the argument she was having with her boyfriend mm -hmm. about how she had to have everything real neat and clean, and she wouldn't let him in the van because there was some dirt on his thing. And she even said to the police, and it's very well known, she had OCD. So I think what happened, this is just a guess how right. I might be yeah is, you know, she scratched his face and stuff like that and recorded and everything. I think she just kind of drove him a little crazy and then maybe he, he hauled off and hit her or something and killed her. That's just, you know, a possibility. Definitely. But their, their arguments, their arguments were definitely, uh, a lot of them had to do with her OCD. So if she would have had a different name, that may not have happened. Right. So, you know, here, here's just another case of how important a person's name is and how it can affect them. Well, you know what's fun with a book like yours, too, is to be able to go in and look at your name, you know, and, and do the numbers and then look at some famous person and see how you compare it, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what mainly my book is about, is to help people to find out all their... Uh, how colors, all the different colors affect them of their seven centers, how they can use it for their career, decorating their home. If a woman wants to, to, to uh, stimulate her husband romantically, what color to wear to stimulate him that way or sexually or any way you want. Uh, uh, helping children, once you know their name, to guide them down the right path to become geniuses, uh, excel in, in, in uh, anything they do. It just, it's a very valuable tool, very valuable. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, I just, uh, I'm amazed myself at uh, going, I like to say, all the way back to the Hindus knowing about these seven centers. And, mm -hmm. and uh, they didn't have the tools and the medical devices. And, and uh, it's just a, a really, uh, really great tool if you want to use it. Sure. And going back to your name again, okay. um, I was looking at your name, uh, and uh, you, um, let me see, you have seven, um, seven elements of yellow in your name, and you have five flesh, and that's where, where I was first looking at your name, but then when I looked at your jobs, a lot of them had to do about the, the purple, uh, your emotional 
lot of stuff you've done. So you're very, you know, you're a very intellectual person. Um, yeah, you, you can have a lot of good common sense and get things done in a practical way. But um, maybe you can tell me about your emotional experiences. How, how, how did you feel about the color purple, purple over the years or when you were growing up? Or... I'm actually, um, I was always like the color blue growing up. You like the color blue? Yeah. So that's oh, part of okay. that's part of purple okay. on the spectrum in a little bit in a little bit. So Okay, I missed something here. Um don't don't accuse me of going back. Okay. Remember I told you I asked you whether you went by Sanchez at all? Yeah. That's your last name, right? Charlotte Sanchez Coza. Right. But you told me no, right? I only do it for um yeah, professional purposes. It, yeah, what I tell people, that your middle name, if you don't have, if people calling you on a regular basis, you don't count it. You have to go by what you're phonetically hearing. Right. So, so I'm going to go back a little bit. Okay. And also, red and blue are your other two emotional center colors because you don't have any red colors in the, uh, uh, letters in your name that sound red now. Mm -hmm. C, J, Q, and X. That C in Charlotte does not sound a C. It sounds an F. And you don't have any blue letters in your first or last name, which are NGs or U's. Mm -hmm. When I analyzed your name earlier, I, I, I kind of thought, well, maybe she does go by Sanchez quite a bit. But now you're telling me no. So you have three emotional center colors, purple, blue, and, um, and red. So you just now did say that blue is one of your favorite colors. Huh? Right, yes. Okay. Well, you're very soulful emotionally. What, what that tells me. Blue is the color of being very soulful and stylish and cool and hip and uh, and so you probably have a, you can probably have a very soulful uh, emotional laugh from your belly area there, your pancreas in the gene gland area or what the Eastern philosophies call the the, um, the navel chakra. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Now also, oh, I'm glad we brought this up. <laughs> it's very important people's emotional center colors. If they're going through a lot of stress, they should decorate a room or an area in their emotional center colors. When they walk in that area or that room, the stress will just start to peel off of them. And they'll start to be, feel more at ease, relaxed, and content. I call the emotional center down there at your belly button area, your pancreas, endocrine gland, your, your navel chakra. I call it the emotional center, the romantic center, the contentment center. A person's never ever gonna be really contented till they find a good romantic soulmate. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes them feel contented, relaxed, and they're happy with who they're with. They're not worried that much about money or power or what. They're contented with their their soulmate, the other person. And um so um your emotional center is, is very important uh, for relationships and for relaxing. And uh, now the, the way I say in my book, though, is here's, here's a key. Okay. And a lot of people don't like the word control. You have to control the other person emotionally. You have, so what I use is another word, too. You have to have a very powerful effect on their emotions. And they have to do the same for you to, to make it a, like a double uh, soulful connection. 
I analyzed uh, uh, Gabby uh, Patino. She really, she was in love with him, but he wasn't so much in love with her. He was more attracted to her on a physical level. Sure. Getting back to the way it works is <clears throat> your power color is before your syllable break in your name. Like in your name. Mm -hmm. Where, what letter does it hang on before the syllable break in your first name? Um, H. Char, R, Char, and then let, Charlotte. Oh, okay. How about, how about the how R? About, how about the word Danny? That N, right? Yeah, that, the N, Dan E. Right. So before your syllable breaks in your name is your power, uh, center color, your, your, uh, your adrenals, your fight or flight. That's another very important uh, center. Uh, when a person's, uh, remember I told you Gabby Patino, her name, she was a double uh, flesh power uh, control mm -hmm. uh, adrenal person. She was so overwhelmed with uh, wanting things real neat and clean that her, it, 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 it overburdened, I believe, her adrenals. And our adrenals are what they call our fight or flight. If we feel like we can handle something, we'll say, hey, I can handle that. If we don't feel like we can handle it, we run away from it or it overwhelms us. But getting back to the romantic part. So uh, whatever your power color is, if you meet somebody that is, let's say you're an orange power person mm -hmm. and you meet somebody that's an orange emotional person that doesn't have any orange letter in their name, you're going to have a very powerful controlling effect over that person's emotions. And let's say you happen to be, like we were talking, one of your emotional colors is the blue. You need some. So I'm trying to think where we're at. And um, if there, do you have anyone that wants their name? I online? do. We're so, ready to do this. Are you ready to do this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got Marisa, M-A-R. I. What did it start with, an M or an N? With an M, as in as in monkey. Marisa. Marisa. Yeah, okay. M-A-R-I-S-S-A. Okay, Marisa, does, yes. can you give me the last name? H-A-Y-N-E-S. Okay, let me write this out real quick. Marisa, now tell me the last name. I'm not worried about the spelling. It's Haynes. Oh, okay. Okay, Marisa is a green spiritual person from her first name. Green spiritual people, their nature on the good side is to be very balanced, fair, peaceful, and lawful. They make good lawyers, architects, environmentalists. Um, and um, on the negative side, they really have to watch out for creating a, a bad attitude and being callous at different times towards other people's feelings. And... Um, now, what I, I, I also see she's a double flesh metal person and a flesh spiritual person. She has a, the flesh spectrum attuned about four of, her, four of her seven centers. So I'd say she probably likes things real neat, clean, and organized, and in harmony. Mm -hmm. And the musical field would be good for her. Uh, money management, uh, flesh spectrum spiritual people, and, and especially... Go ahead. And um, um, Marisa 
teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a lot of yellow towards the last part of her personality, which is uh, to be uh, friendly and cheerful. And um, yeah, she has a she has a friendly heart. She has a friendly heart. Um, her emotional romantic colors, uh, if there isn't any nicknames I know about, is in the red spectrum, the purple spectrum. And uh, I think that's about it. Oh, no, oh yeah, yes, those two. Um, can we ask her what her favorite uh, color is? Purple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of your uh, emotional center colors. Uh, you don't have any purple letters in your name, which are BIPs and W. And I, and, I, and I do say in my book that most women pick their emotional center color as their favorite color. Okay, hold it. Well, let me stop you there. Her nickname is Marcy with an I. Uh, that I doesn't sound though. Okay, okay. Marcy, right? Marcy. No, Marcy. it doesn't. Sound. Okay, okay, no. okay. All right. No, it does not sound. Okay. Like I say, you have to do your name phonetically. Okay. And I'm glad we you brought that up. If you get the book, do not skip any pages. Because otherwise you're going to analyze your name wrong. The first part of the book tells you how to, to analyze your name phonetically. And if, and if letters are silent. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, for example, to uh, the name Carol. Right. That C doesn't sound a C, it sounds a K. So, in or, uh, so you would analyze that, that C as an uh, orange letter, not a red letter. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt you. She says it's Marcy with a Y. So I thought it was with an I. All these years. It, 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 uh, Marcy? Say it again. Marcy with a Y at the end. Well, that last letter sounds a C to me, doesn't it? M-A-R-C-Y. Yeah, but uh marcy yeah see where that yeah i see is. it i see what you're saying i see it okay okay well okay, now that it. that changes it because uh that makes uh red isn't her uh one of her emotional center colors right. one of her heart center colors and sorry about her, that okay yeah the glamour sexy center color now our sexual center is just not our our uh, center of, of being sexual it's also what I call your grounding survival center, where you have to ground yourself to survive very tough situations. Mm -hmm. For example, if you were to lose your job and your car broke down, you have to say, hey, I got to forget about everything else and figure out how I'm going to uh, take care of this problem you okay. know, and, and survive this situation. So, but uh, she looks very sexy and dramatic in her favorite reds. Uh, and, and yellows. And um, the other thing I usually ask people is not only what their favorite color is, mm -hmm. I ask them those seven centers. Let me give you a description of the seven centers. Okay. Okay, our spiritual center, which is where the, uh, is called the crown chakra or where your pineal endocrine gland is. It's where our spirituality of being moral, uh, doing the right moral thing. It's also where our, our creative genius is, uh, our cheerful, happy uh, uh, personality. Mm -hmm. Okay. The function of the next one down is your mental center, pituitary, or what the Eastern call the broad chakra. 
That's where we make our good common sense, practical, intellectual decisions. And um, now let's go down to the next one. Your vocal center is for, you know, being harmonious, whether you're a singer or ventriloquist, or or uh, just being harmonious with yourself or with other people and getting along with them. Okay, let's go the next one down. Your heart center there. Your uh, major immune system thymus, thymus gland. It's also where we get our kindness and our compassion and forgiveness, and it's also our physical center of being physical and exercise. All right, now let's go down the next one is your control center, your adrenals, your power. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, being in control most of the time, empowered, business-like, is to color being a little more civilized and uh, cultured. And uh, so we'll go down to the next one, which is your emotional center color. Mm-hmm where you get your feelings of emotions, romance, contentment, relaxation. Uh, so those are the type of people that cultivate that center, that project those things. Now the last one is your sexual center, uh, which, you know, we're, we're stimulated sexually, or we're good survivors and know how to survive those tough, tough uh, uh, survival situations I talked about a little bit ago when things get really bad for us and we have to say hey i've got to ground myself and uh, survive the situation we we um, most often you hear the uh word uh, uh sexy earthy uh, black dress or something you know where you become the word earthy is kind of a grounding sort of personality trait where you where you have to become earthy and ground yourself okay so of those seven centers uh we can ask Marcia or anybody listening, which one of those seven centers do you think you've operated off the most and cultivated the most? And that that will usually tell me what you know what center they have cultivated and maybe their favorite colors. And it also tells me possibly which one of their other seven centers they maybe need to cultivate more. Our seven, our seven centers are like gears in a pot. We need to balance them out. We need to cultivate all of them to a certain degree. So I don't know if you want to ask Mar Marcy uh, what, her color, what center she's operate off of. What centers you operate off of, Marisa? What's that? I just asked her. She's listening. Okay. We'll see if she answers. In the meantime, I've got somebody else that would like to do it, but they they don't want their name mentioned on the air. So I'm gonna I'm gonna turn the live mics off, and I'll give you the names. How the name? All right. Okay. I'm gonna go and shut. I'm gonna shut the live mics off, you guys. I'll be back. Okay, I'm gonna go live again. Okay. 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 All right, guys, we're back live, and he's gonna go ahead and and we'll wait for Maria, uh, let Marisa answer, but uh, we're gonna let him go ahead and do the second name, which we're not gonna release on. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, she is a uh, purple spiritual person. Purple spiritual people on the good side is to be very civilized, very cultured, very loyal, dedicated, very detail-oriented. They make good writers, antique dealers, cultural historians. But what I'm seeing about her name is she's got a lot of centers attuned to the uh, green spectrum. And as I was talking earlier, green spiritual people... Uh, they make good lawyers, architects, environmentalists. They, they usually like quiet, 
green environments like being in the in the trees or in a garden uh uh they um they have to be careful not to uh instead of being peaceful and balanced and fair to other people they need to be careful not to be become callous towards other people and have an attitude problem um and uh she has a lot of yellows too, which uh, uh, some of her centers center the tune to yellow, so she can she can uh, be very logical and uh, intellectual. Now I don't know which one of those seven centers we talked about that uh, she's believes she's cultivated. If she heard me explain them, mm -hmm. but. Uh, uh, I would, some of the things I'd ask her if she was ever interested in writing, um, or, uh, or, you know, becoming a lawyer, an architect, most of your most famous, uh, green people are architects, uh, peacemakers. If you look at, uh, in my book, you'll see that, uh, uh most of the people that won the peace prize in, uh, Nobel peace prize are green spiritual people. So. Uh, here again, uh, muse, muse. So I would say, um, red is one of the colors that will relax her for decorating a room. She'll look very feminine mm -hmm. and relaxed and romantic in her favorite red spectrum colors. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. She says yes to all three. She said all three? Yeah. <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> and Maurice is back, and she says that her CV color is blue a lot. Her, her what color? Uh, blue. Is her favorite color? Yeah. It's her vocal and her control center. So, what she's telling me that she has ability a lot of times to be very uh, harmonious and a soulful sort of way and also um um pains and also uh very business-like in blues in a very soulful sort of way okay and uh now if blue is her favorite color she probably could do very well like in decorating a home interior design clothes stylus uh blue people i show in my book um they make the best uh interior decorators, clothes stylists, because they have a sense of beauty and style and serenity. Mm-hmm. Cool. But, but if blue is her favorite color, from that last name that you gave me earlier, uh, that's her vocal and her power color. It affects two of her centers. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the last one we talked about, she said she missed her CV color. What, 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 can you tell me her CV color? Which color? The CV color. I didn't quite understand that. Could you say that once again? The center, uh, the the CV color, the center, I guess it's the center color. Oh, the center color? Are yeah. you talking about, okay, the, the your heart center or your control center? The control center, I think. Yeah. Well, uh, her control, her power color is in the orange spectrum and the blue. Okay. Okay. So if she if she were to go to for a job, uh, I would recommend she wear a uh, a very formal like business sort of outfit in her favorite orange spectrum colors or blue or combo 
And that's the other thing. If you look at my book, you'll see I've counseled people when they go for job interviews. Mm-hmm. When you go for a job interview, you can actually pre-read the person that's going to be interviewing mine. Mm-hmm. Once you analyze their name, once you know their name, you'll be able to analyze their name and determine what character traits that person puts a lot of value on. And then when you go into the interview, you start saying, uh, you know, you start keying on those character attributes and that interviewer is going to say, oh, that person thinks like me. I like them. That's what I'm looking for. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. I've got quotes on that in my book where this one lady went in for a job for an interview at a hospital and she had both the ladies interviewing her shaking their head yes to everything she said. And uh, they had first warned that it'd probably be a color a couple of uh, weeks before they determined who they were going to hire. But they called her about two days later and, and she got the job. Fantastic. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to definitely get your books. I, I want to read up on this stuff. This is great. Yeah, well, here again, I could not have made this up. It's all facts and figure, figures that have been documented for hundreds of years. So, and uh, it's just not something I made up. It's something I've discovered, but it's been there all along, and we just haven't known about it. So do you do readings for people like all all the time? Is that is that what you do now? Yeah, I've done thousands of them, and, and uh, that's that's the other thing why I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I I'm totally convinced that this theory is absolutely uh, the most accurate um, philosophy in determining people's character traits. This is yeah, this is incredible. I mean, mine was spot on. And I think like yeah. I think Maurice's was spot on too, and so was um, Ruby. <laughs> yeah, that's what she goes by on on on, on here. Um, yeah, um, this has been incredible. What can you tell people? Uh, you know, like, like, like you just told you, know, you just spent like an hour telling us what what makes what what you do so different. What was the response you got from? Yeah, let's do that because there's so many people out doing numbers and all this stuff. What was what's been the response that, that that you've gotten from from like all the other people that do similar work? Well, to be honest, not too much. Uh, um, <laughs> there, I usually get it, it seems like ninety percent of the time they ask me, "Is this the same as just like uh, numerology or uh, astrology?" Right. And does it tie in? And I, I told them, "No, it's just different." I have seen some similarities um between my uh, philosophy as far as careers go with maybe astrology a little bit but mm, I, I pretty much have to separate my philosophy from all the rest it's different mm-hmm. oh, oh, here's the other big thing uh okay a lot of people that do um when you were born numerology the date you were born or mm-hmm. astrology um uh, the date you were born, the hour you were born. Mm-hmm. Well, that is that was just one period in your lifetime. But your name, you've been called your name your whole life thousands of times over and over and over. So the example I give is let's say the first day of your life you were fed rice. But the rest of your life you were fed potatoes. Which one of those two foods do you think is going to affect your 
your your health or the vitamins you're going to get from those two different foods the one that you you ate the whole rest of your life or the one that you just ate on the one first day you were born that makes you a lot the, of sense you see the logic yeah you are you are over and over and over so you're getting these subliminal wavelength vibrations that are going into the inner ear cochlear gland to your thalamus gland which I call the grand central station gland of the brain. It sets, it sorts it to these seven centers. You have water all through your body. You have the crystals in your inner ear. And it's laying the foundation of your personality, character, rates, and talents of all these seven centers over and over and over. Fantastic. Fantastic. Once more time, where can we get your book, sir? Okay. Just call pound 250 on a cell phone. You have to do it on a cell phone. You got to hit the pound symbol and then 250. It'll ask you for the keywords. Mm -hmm. And the keywords you say is beautiful colors. Then they'll say, can, can we send you a text? And you say, yeah. And they'll send you a text link to uh, my ebook on Amazon. The, the top link will be the ebook to Amazon. And the bottom one will be to my uh uh, website where you can get the um, the uh, paperback. Now we did have the paperback on on uh, Amazon, but we completely sold out. Mm -hmm. So depending on which one you you want, you know, you either hit the uh, the ebook on the top link or the paperback uh, uh, that'll go to my website, and you can you can pay through maybe PayPal, PayPal or your uh, or your uh, credit card or something, and. Um, now, the only thing about the paperback right now, there'll probably be a little bit of a wait time because we're having new books printed up. Sure, sure. And what's your website again, sir? Uh, I have two of them, namecolorology.com or mynameandcolors.com. Okay. But that link will be on that pound 250 number that you call. Okay. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Thank you so much. It was wonderful having you on. Well, thank you very much for having me on. I'm sorry about the sore throat. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of sometimes had uh, problems come up with words because it's hard to talk sure. right now. But I really appreciate you having me on. Not a problem. I'd love to get you on again at some point if that's okay, sir. Okay, yeah. You know, if there's anything in particular uh, that, that, that people want to know about, whether decorating their homes or what. Oh, also, we didn't talk about what colors to wear to project those seven images. Ah. So, okay. So, that, I, there's so many, your name affects every aspect of your life. Okay. I got one more thing. The gal yeah. that, um, the, the gal that I, that I called into you privately says, uh, don't let him go till he explains red and me and the who man. Say that once again. She says, don't let him go till he explains red and me and the who man. The color red for her. Know, if anybody wants to get a hold of me to, sure. for me to clarify anything about their name, mm -hmm. uh, they can reach me through my website or uh, I think my number's on on, uh, okay. on there. Okay, fair enough. That's, that's good, Ruby. Yeah, go ahead and do that. That'll be easier. Maybe you can, you know, get a more clear thing or, or whatever you need. All right. You know, when, when I counsel somebody, we, we analyze every bit of their name. Okay. Okay. You know, it, it's hard to do it real quick on, on a, a show like this. Absolutely. You know, we spend too much time on one particular name. 
Absolutely. I really break it down when I when I deal with people one on one. Absolutely. Well, like, once again, thank you, and I would love to have you on, you know, another time as well to to do this again because this this was fun. Okay. Well, I, let me say this. Yes, sir. If you're interested in finding out why aliens are are <laughs> more advanced than us, I have philosophies on that. Okay. And all kinds of stuff that I know you've talked about on some of your other shows. We can do that. Yeah. Not a problem. Absolutely. 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 Okay, fair enough. All right, well, thank you very much, and you get well, okay? Thank you very much. You too, huh? Yeah. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was pretty fun. Got my numbers done. Got some some audience numbers done. Had the phone die. <laughs> like I said, if it's not, like every time, every time I go on a microphone like this, if it's, not, if it's not the phone cutting off, it's something in the studio falling. Either the phone falls, the mic falls, or... Something behind me falls down or something, but it, it always happens. Anyway, that was a great show, guys, and I'm glad you guys were here. We're going to be on Friday this week. Um, hopefully, that'll be the end of the, the, the extra shows, but I'm thinking about maybe going four days a week, so I've been kind of playing with the scheduling and seeing how it works out with, with the extra work that I have on, on the side, too, and we may be going four days a week starting in November. We'll see, uh, but... Our good friend Jared Murphy is going to be with us on Friday. He uh, is the non-aliens guy who who has discussed that, you know, he doesn't think that aliens created a lot of this stuff in, in ancient history. But he has made a trip to Arizona to try and see those cool caves that I talked about a while back. Um, about, uh, you know, about the, the, um, the, the giants that, that were in the cave on, on, on the side of the on, on the side of the. Uh, Grand Canyon, and so he kind of made he made a trip to Grand to the Grand Canyon and stuff, and he's back now, so he wants to talk about that. So he's going to be coming on Friday at six thirty, our usual time. And again, if you like the show, share it with five people. If you didn't like the show, share it with five people. We're trying to get the word out, and I just want to let you guys know the word is it, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, our numbers have jumped. Uh, to give you an idea, last month they jumped by two hundred downloads uh this month they've jumped by 270 downloads so we're really we're really we're really getting there you know we're getting there the only issue i have right now is youtube because nobody can find us and i don't care how you try how you search how you google it's not going to happen the only way to do that is you need to go to the radio website www.californiahauntsradio.com and click on the YouTube video, that link video that's in the front, on the front page of the website. Then you go to the YouTube page. The YouTube page for California Hunts Radio has everything on there. It's got the last, you know, we're on our second season right now. So it's got like 75 shows on there for you to choose from. You can click on any of those and subscribe. The more subscribers we get, we're going to get a dedicated URL on YouTube. But we can't do that until we have a certain number of subscribers. And right now we're not there. So like I said, there's no way to find us on YouTube. So the best way to find us is www.CaliforniaHuntsRadio.com. Also, this group is nonprofit. My team's nonprofit. All this comes out of my pocket. So, you know, I'm paying for internet. I'm paying for the, I'm paying for the StreamYard service to stream this thing. And, you know, the mics and all, 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 all the goodies you see, the backdrops and the computer and all this stuff. It's all out of my pocket. And uh, if you could help us out a little bit, because we, we want to keep bringing these good quality shows to you, that would be at paypal.me at California Haunts. It's just simple, five, six dollars, ten dollars, whatever, you know, doesn't have to be an arm and a leg, but just something to help us out a little bit to keep these, these shows on the air. 
In the meantime, I want to thank you guys for coming tonight. It was fun. And I'm actually going to remember this time to show his information of where to get his books and all that good stuff because I, I keep forgetting to do stuff. Sometimes I, I get, you know, I've got a lot going on. And just like after this, I'm going to have dinner and I have some editing to do for a client. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm editing an ebook for a client right now. So I'm going to be doing that tonight. So anyway, here you go. And this is the information of his books and where you can get the info. And here we go. Website, name, colorology.com. And Your Name and Colors is the book. He's got two other books on this subject. And there's several ways to get them, but I went ahead and just put the book available at Amazon.com. Once again, thank everybody for coming, and I will see you on Friday.